Ladies and gentlemen, it's Freaky Friday. Do you know what time it is? Party time. Party time. That's Bill Landis, Jeremy Birmingham. I am Awesome Ward. And the podcast daily. It's the last one before we actually have a game. And you know what that means, Bill? It's party time? No. Oh, Incorrect. Firm already took that one. No. It's bold oh, predictions, it's bold predictions, predictions Got it, time. got it, got it, got it. Where I defend my reigning championship of the world by making the greatest, spiciest, boldest, most correct takes that you've ever heard. But of course, I'll, we'll let, see. I'll let you go first. We'll see. We'll see. Your first stab at it. Not a season long. <clears throat> just for this down. game. Ohio just State, Notre Dame, 7.30 p.m. Saturday night in the horseshoe. It's, it's, it's this right building there. that's right behind us. We've it's still standing. ESPN, national television. What are you expecting? Television? television. We're shorting tel- television. Yeah, not, I don't have time to say television. <laughs> this is important, man. And now you made me say it anyway, you jerk. Television. You My uh, <laughs> first bold prediction uh, this is you guys will learn this about me. I like to do a little research for mine. I think I, I think oh. I showed that when we did the season bowl predictions. Yes. This is um, less rare than I thought it was, but I still think it's pretty bold given what we know about the people on this offense. So my first bowl prediction is that Ohio State will rush for more yards than it passes for on Saturday night uh, in the shoe. If I had to put a number on it, I think it's something like. 310 on the ground and maybe a little closer to like 260-ish through the air. Drill uh, down here, Bill. Is that because you feel like Notre Dame is going to force Ohio State to run the ball? Or because you think Ohio State is going to feel compelled to come out and show how tough they are? The latter, which is okay. what Austin and I talked about the other day on an episode of The Daily. I, I think Ohio State is coming out here to prove a point. And that point is uh, we are not the Charmin soft football team that some people claim that we are. Uh, so we are going to try to run the ball at will against what I think is a pretty good defense. Not a not a dominant defense, a solid defense. Probably not the best one they'll see all year, but one that if they put up those kind of numbers, uh, it's going to say something. It's a great season opening test. And when you're talking about the defensive line, the linebackers at Notre Dame, like this is a tough team that they're playing against. Ryan Day said it on Thursday in his lightning round media availability. The Black Eyes have to be tough. They have to be the tougher team. That that shows up only really in the trenches, right? Mm-hmm. How many times do you think we've heard Ryan Day say the word toughness <laughs> since <laughs> since last November? Hmm. I mean, it's got to be he in the thousands. He said more times than the PA announcer in this building did from 2016 to 2020. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <sighs> That's a roster joke, folks. <laughs> Tough Borland was a former linebacker at Ohio State. <laughs> oh, I get it now. now we're I get it now. Because okay. okay. his name wasn't Toughness Borland. No, was, but you no. said tough, though. You okay. said how many Sorry. times did you say tough? Toughness Borland. Woo! Shorten, <laughs> shorten the tough. What if that was his middle name? <laughs> toughness? Yeah. Tough. And he has a brother, Locke? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People don't generally have the same middle name. Well, I don't know. I thought we were going to make jokes in this show. Oh, whatever. Um, my first uh, a great start. My on first bold prediction is that Ohio State will come into the stadium looking good, thanks to CJ Stroud. Mm. Did you see the tweet on Thursday? Ohio State's media team put out a tweet. CJ Stroud donated five hundred dollar gift cards to Express to every member of the Buckeyes football team. I'm not great at math, but how much money is that? A lot. Eighty five scholarship. Forty. Tweets. Forty. Uh, Almost fifty grand. Yeah. Fifty grand ish. I have questions about the logistics of that. Like, are they all going to order suits today and then they're going to be here in time for the game on Saturday? Or Perhaps is this... it was like a filmed previously. Well, the other... Previously inter- on Ohio State practice. Because <laughs> they didn't practice this morning. <laughs> the other interesting part of that is Ohio State is allowed to pay for their suits, and they have done that for the last several years. Yeah. But now CJ's allowed. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll NIL see. is working fine at Ohio State. But your bold prediction about is about how they're going to be dressed. <laughs> no, my first bold prediction is that JT Tuomaloa <laughs> will score a touchdown for Ohio State That's on Saturday. Like it. Uh, like it. And I'm going to drill down, and I'm going to say that that happens as the result of a Zach Harrison sack fumble that JT recovers in the end zone. It's drilled down very deep. Drilled right down. JT Tuomaloa is going to have a monster season for Ohio State. It's going to start. Like Nick Bosa did a few years ago with the touchdown recovery uh, in in early season game. Earlier in the week, uh, was asked if, about if there's going to be a defensive touchdown in this game, and initially I just said it. Yes, I thought no, but I've come around because Cameron Brown is going to have a pick six in this game. There's no doubt in my mind that a healthy, confident, unrestricted unlimited version of Cameron Brown is going to be a problem. And if this pass rush that you both have talked about is able to take that next step and speed up the clock on a first-time starting quarterback, you know who's going to feast? Cam Brown. Cam Brown. Cameron Brown. Pick six time. That's where we're starting with the bull prediction. It's going to happen in the second quarter. Okay. Wow. Yeah. like that. Yeah. like that. Uh, my next one's about Cameron Martinez. I'm kidding. Oh. It's not. He got that was close. He got very <laughs> I concerned. had a little Twitter patient <laughs> happening. This uh, this is meant to be uh, bold for its specificity. Mm. Um, they have not played Ohio State Notre Dame have not played in this stadium since 1995. Correct. Iconic photo of that game. Eddie George, Eddie George. running away from everybody. Sure. Eddie George's stat that line in that game. Photo. Well, I can, well, excellent photographer. I sure hope so. Eddie George in that game ran for 207 yards and two touchdowns, and that is exactly what Trevion Henderson will do on Saturday night. 207 yards. History repeats itself. Yes, history repeats itself exactly to the number. Wow. 207 and two for Trey. Uh, will he have a long touchdown run that Berm gets a? He will, and then so Berm's going to win awards for taking side. the photo. Uh, on the other side of that, Notre Dame hasn't won in this building since 1935. My bold prediction is that that will not happen again <laughs> this weekend, but we'll get to that later. Um, I I don't think Ohio State is going to run the ball as well as Bill Great. believes they will. That's just my opinion. And, and I think it's hold, because, hold because C.J. Stroud and these receivers are so good that I don't think this is the, t- this is the game to come out and try to impose your will against your best interest. And I think the best interest of Ohio State is throwing the football with the best quarterback in the country and the best receivers in the country. 425 yards for C.J. Stroud through the air and five passing touchdowns for Stroud on Saturday. Three of them to Emeka Abuka. Wow, that was like six predictions yeah, at once. Yeah, that's pretty hot. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm trying to just jam it in there. Trying oh. to break up the wedge. Jam. Wedge buster? Wedge buster. Yeah, C.J. Stroud is going to throw for a number of touchdowns in this game. You're absolutely right. He's going to throw one of them to Mitch Rossi. Okay. Oh, boy. I think... Fullback dive. No. Tight end dive? No, I think they'll they'll (laughs) go with the the two tight end set, and we've seen this before. I've referenced that sort of play-action rollout. And if you have to... If they're trying to account for Jackson Smith and Jacob Marvin Harrison, Cade Stover even getting attention, take away the run, worried about C.J. maybe running a little bit more in this game, you're just going to slip in that little secret weapon. And I think Mitch Rossi is going to touch the football more than the experts think as I look at the college game day set uh, over there at St. John Arena. I, I just Are think, you calling them out specifically? Well, I was... Bring it! It was an homage. Bring it, ESPN! To Lee Corso. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't... Bring it, ESPN. They, they gave me... Bring it! Some of the best years of my life. Aww. Oh. 
That's nice. Then they ended. Are you gonna cry? <laughs> no, they didn't. But hey, I'm still here. You couldn't stop me, ESPN. We are gonna take a quick break right now, though, because of the new Freaky Friday tradition. It's pointing that camera and the spotlight somewhere else on campus. Got another interview coming for you right now with another massive top 25 team on campus. It's field hockey time. Enjoy this. We'll be right back with two more bold predictions, one more bold prediction, and a score prediction after this. All right, welcome back into another. A special edition, Freaky Friday, where that's what we call it here on the podcast, where we're going to take a look outside of football. And yes, there is a top 25 matchup in the horseshoe on Saturday night. But if you want more top 25 Ohio State action at Buckeye Varsity Field on Sunday, the field hockey Buckeyes are going to be making their home opener. They are number 22 in the country. They're 2-0. and We have two captains, Emma Goldine and Leanne Bow, or Bow, sorry, are with me now. I, I apologize. I'm just too excited to talk about some field hockey. We did volleyball last weekend. They came on and, um, you know, they had a good time, but they didn't win. So is that going to be different? Am I, am I bad luck, Emma, or uh, is that winning streak to start the season going to continue for the Buckeyes on Sunday? No, you're not bad luck. I think okay. we'll be good luck. I think we'll score even more now. <laughs> All right. So a couple shutouts last weekend. Uh, Leanne, you, you are a captain of this team. What, did, did that meet your expectations as you as the Buckeyes hit the road and, and got rolling with a couple wins? Or is there more that you uh, want to see from this team as you guys try and accomplish your goals later on in the Big Ten? It definitely was a good starting point to our season, having two shutout wins on the road, especially being so close to home. That was the closest game I've had since being here. Um but definitely expecting more excited for the rest of the season, for sure. Um, it was just really good foot to start off with. Emma, how did it feel for you? Yeah, it's super exciting to, um, so we've had, we have a whole bunch of new people, uh, that came in this year. So it's super, um, rewarding to see us all come together and be able to mesh so well in our first two games, um, with a shutout and lots of different goal scorers. So that was super exciting. Um, you know, you look at this for what this team can accomplish, Leanne, uh, as a captain, you know, where do you guys set the bar? You're, you're ranked number 22 right now. I'm sure that you want that number to shrink a little bit as the year goes on. What, as you sat down throughout training camp and practices or, you know, everything throughout August, what did this team think that it could really accomplish? I mean, we've worked a lot on setting like an ethos and standard for our team, even from the spring season before our freshmen got here. But I think we've definitely obviously talked about getting to Big Tens, winning a Big Ten championship because we are hosting this year. So that's even more fuel to that fire for us. Um, but obviously making it to NCAAs is also a really big goal for us. But just getting to Big Tens and winning that Big Ten championship is like a huge goal that we've all talked about and having a really good season in our Big Ten and out of the conference. Yeah, Emma, so when you're hosting, I mean, you, there's some new turf out there, right? A new press box, you told me. So it's not just the Buckeyes uh, in the horseshoe that got some upgrades out there. That's got to be uh, exciting for that home opener. How much how much time did we test out on the turf? How does it feel? Is it a good, fast turf? I don't know what you're looking for out of it. Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. I This is actually my last season here, so it's super exciting that I get to be here with all this new stuff. I've come from like <laughs> humble beginnings with the trailer as our locker room by the field. So to see all of this um, come into action, it's been awesome. And I'm so excited. Leanne, were there issues with the old turf? Why, why do we need a new one? You know, there's some mold on our <laughs> old turf. <laughs> um, but 
I mean, our little press box and our our moldy field got us through the the couple of years that I was here. But you know, the upgrades have been really nice. Our our brand new little team locker room got some carpet in there the other day. So you know, everything's coming together. So it's super exciting. That's right. You got to live up to that Ohio State standard. That includes every team on campus. That's why we're talking a little field hockey on a Friday on the podcast daily. Uh, all right. So it's got to help if you know that. You only need to score one goal to win a game, right? I mean, you got two shutouts in the opener. The defense plays a part in that, but uh, maybe maybe Abby Danson, tell me about the goalkeeping situation and how that uh, has translated for these first couple games. I mean, Abby and then Kelly, she's a freshman. She's also a goalkeeper. They've been really battling out at practice a lot, but I mean, Abby's been huge for us defensively. Like when Albany and Northeastern did get into our defensive end, she had some really big saves for us and I know she's come a long way since her freshman year, and she's just really stepped up as a leader um, in her own sense defensively in the cage. Looks like she's given you some confidence there too, Emma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, which one of you two is going to score first this season? Uh, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> that just shows how much um, I know. I, I don't know who should yeah, be the betting I, I, favorite to get it. No, Emma was the leading goal scorer last okay. year. <laughs> I tr- so I try to do my research so that I don't look like, you know, I've completely ignored field hockey throughout my career covering Ohio State, but that would be true. And I couldn't even find last year's stats. So I'm flying blind here. I don't know if I should have just said it was going to be Emma and, and sounded really smart, but um, I don't know. I thought it could be an even conversation. Yes. yes I don't know. <laughs> All right. So you're both going to say Emma. Leanne, you, have, you don't think No, it's no, I say Leanne. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'll open up no, my ears. No, I, I'm not learning as enough. <laughs> I say Leanne because think, no. usually like when we play in the middle together, she's like the attacking mid and I'll be, I, I tend to like hold back a little more. So I, I feel, okay. I can feel it in my bones. She's going to score this All right. weekend. All right. Well, uh, for those of, for everybody watching here on the podcast daily, if they've not been to field hockey, what are they missing? What do they need to see? Uh, if they want to come out and check it out at, at Buckeye varsity field on Sunday. Super fun energy from our family and friends that come. Um, a lot of good goal scoring songs. We'll be playing through the speakers and the press box. Um, <laughs> Who picks the goal scoring songs? We get to pick our own. So Ooh. everyone's got a different one. Yep. Okay. So it's Leanne, what, what do you have? Emma, what do you have? Um, <laughs> mine's prank that. <laughs> okay. Mine's um, uh, lip gloss. You know, it's like, my lip gloss is cool. My lip gloss is popping. Standing at my locker. And now the boys keep stopping. Ooh. <laughs> All right. There's a little well, dance I'm going to do, too, on the field when it goes off. Oh, okay. So we're going yeah. viral. We want some of that NIL yeah. opportunity. I love that. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully we'll hear, be hearing those two songs on Sunday for Ohio State. They're looking to go 3-0, and ranked number 22 in the country. Is that noon on Sunday? Do I have that right? Yes, that's correct. Noon on Sunday. You don't want to miss it. Another top 25 program on the Ohio State campus. A couple captains here, Leanne and Emma. We appreciate uh, you taking a couple time to let us know what's going on for you Buckeyes. Uh, good luck the rest of the season. Have fun on Sunday. Thank Thanks, you. Austin. Thank you. A three, a two, a one, and a return. All right. Thank you very much to those Buckeye captains for joining me. Uh, another new tradition. Pretty cool. Seemed like people liked it last week with volleyball, so we're going to keep that going because Football is not the only game on campus, although this is easily the most important one uh, in a while. Uh, Bill, 
you have one more bold prediction left in the chamber. You don't have to wedge bust it with six like Berm does, but I will not. What do you got left? I think it's pretty obvious where we're all heading with our score predictions here based on these predictions. Um, <laughs> But I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw. Do keep doing this. I said that for Rutgers. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just, now it's just a thing. I'm going to throw a, a little bit of a bone uh, Notre Dame's way. Um, I think Ohio State's defense is going to look how you want it to look on Saturday night. Really aggressive, disruptive, uh, active in the backfield, TFLs, all that stuff. But Jim Knowles is a little bit of a madman. Uh, he likes to zero blitz which is something that Ohio State fans, I think, are going to have to get comfortable with. Uh, and it's going to, at times, lead to some big plays for the opposition. Oklahoma State's defense last year actually gave up more, uh, like, 40-yard-plus plays than Ohio State's did last year. Um, and Ohio State's defense is not very good. Notre Dame is going to have two 40-plus-yard touchdowns in this game. It won't matter because they're not going to win, but it is going to be the result of uh, some aggression on the part of Jim Knowles you that know. I think will be a good season-long calling card for him but also will make you want to pull your hair out sometimes. You know, here's mm. the thing. This is the first game episode of Old Predictions this year, and I should have known after last week that I was going to have to get a little bit more aggressive in our conversation because of Bill's, uh, you know, desire to prepare. <laughs> I like it. I like stuff it. Like I like that. football. So, you know, on on the live show on Monday from Roosters, I made a offhanded comment slash prediction that Michael Mayer, the tight end, for Notre Dame would catch 10 balls for 140 yards and three scores against Ohio State this Saturday. I have done some research since then okay. about Jim Knowles' defense, and I was actually ready to flip that prediction around and say that Lorenzo Styles Jr. is going to have 150-plus yards receiving for Notre Dame because of what Bill just said. The Buckeyes may give up some shots down the field, I don't think they'll matter in the big picture of the game, but the aggressiveness, the ability, the willingness to put the corners on an island, a quarterback with a, a doesn't know better, I think, a guy who's willing to just kind of chuck mm-hmm. it downfield, mm-hmm. I think you may see that hit once or twice and, and turn into some big gainers. I, w- I wasn't going to say two touchdowns of that length, but I think you're going to see either Deion Colsey or Lorenzo Styles Jr. have a pretty big day against Ohio State, but that it won't ultimately matter. So the prediction, I guess is that Kyle Robertson from the Columbus Dispatch will eventually take our picture. Um, But also that what we'll see is that the Buckeyes will give up about 275 yards through the air, Mm. but that it won't matter. Kyle, did you just want to just jump in? Do you have a bold prediction, Kyle? (laughs) No, he doesn't want to be on it. He just wants to professionally take our picture. I said it. I got that one right. You already got one right. You win on that one. Uh, I like how Berm gets to just take two different guys throughout the course of a week. Yeah. We're going to have a huge game. Yeah. It's fascinating how you just get to... I can do whatever I want. This is our show. That's true. It is a Freaky Friday, so you can turn it any way you want. Brace yourself for this one, folks. Uh-huh. Listen, America. Mm. This drought has gone on long enough for Ohio wow. State on special teams. Wow. Cameron Martinez is going to get his shot. Parker Fleming's been listening to all of the tweets. He hadn't made up his mind yet. It was really up to us to determine <laughs> you did who was going to feel the punts for Ohio State. Cameron Martinez is going to get his shot, and he's going to make the most of it with a 67-yard punt return for a touchdown in what I'm predicting will be a win for Ohio State. Speaking of specificity. Yeah, I'm going to drill down. I say it's going to be a win. I'll save my score. I've already had a given one this week, so, Bill. I want to know when that when in the game is that going to happen. Uh, that'll be midway through the third quarter. 
That's the vibe I got. Okay. Too, third quarter, yeah, third quarter. Yeah, 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 I like that. Kind of like a this. We're gonna that's put gonna this be, game away. It's gonna right be now. a game separate. Like, yeah, 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 you don't, yeah. I like that. You don't need to have, send in the fair catch punt returner. You might be able to make something happen. Bring a jolt of electricity to the horseshoe. Mm. I don't Cameron Martinez will add to a highlight reel of touchdowns that already exists on the internet. I'm in on that idea. Starting a new one. Uh, Ohio State wins, uh, clearly. My uh, score prediction is probably maybe a little closer than I think yours will be. I don't know about Berms. Uh, for, 42 to 24, uh, and that 24 is a, a little bit of a, of a backdoor. I think Notre Dame probably scores late. It, it doesn't feel quite that close. I think Ohio State's in control for most of the game, but it's, it's approaching a cover for Notre Dame. I know on Approaching the live a cover, show, but not getting but not quite. I know not on quite. the live show on Monday you said that we have to worry about Scorigami or whatever, but Bill was not actually in the room watching that show that day, and I can't be sure if he actually went back and watched and listened. If he had, he <laughs> did know not. that I predicted the score would be forty-two to twenty-four, so I'm sticking with that. I think Great. Ohio State forty-two, Notre Dame twenty-four. Uh, I, I really think that it's a game for Ohio State to just come out and be purposeful, be technical and, and be aggressive without being um, dumb. And, and I think that you're going to see a team that wants to come out and set the tone, but under, let people understand that this is the start of something special. And this is a good Notre Dame team. Maybe they're not the number five ranked team in the country, but they're a top 10 team, I think, by the end of this year. And uh, especially as Tyler Buckner gets going, I think this will be one of those wins that people look back on years from now and go, wow, that was a, a tone setter for the season. So 42-24 Ohio State. And uh, I don't know how it happens. I, I tend to agree that third quarter you could see Ohio State up 42-14 or something yep. and, then, and then kind of shut it down. So that's my, my, my thought. I'm not going to change my mind from what I said on Monday at Roosters. So 52-17 will be it for me. Uh, Ohio State getting a, sending a message with a big season opening win over Notre Dame. Great news is we all get to find out tomorrow night uh, about everything that's gone on for the last nine months. The, num- the amount of Thank toughness. God. The defensive changes, the personnel, the rotations, the depth chart, all of it. Uh, it's finally coming to a head, and we're going to have a lot more to break down after Saturday night. We appreciate you all uh, supporting all the content and the build-up to this game, and we swear there's a lot more coming <laughs> as the season kicks off and this really ramps up for Ohio State. So uh, for Bill and Burham, I'm Austin. This has been a Freaky Friday edition, some bold predictions on the podcast. Enjoy the game. Have a great weekend.